Hi, everyone, and thank you very much for tuning into the Sheila Zelensky Show today. And I know a lot of you have been waiting for part three of this four-part series that we are doing entitled The Devil and Karen Kingston, and I want to jump right into it. So without further ado, Elvis Newhart, pastor from the Hamburg Church of Deliverance, is here to lay out this incredible part three. And I got to tell you, we had so much resistance. In fact, we actually had to do this show twice. And uh, that that was very bizarre that our one hour audio recording literally just vanished into thin air. Isn't that wonderful how those things happen? But we're we've prayed over this show. And I am just ready to get into this Elvis of the mic because you're my friend. Yeah, praise the Lord. Thanks, Sheila. No, we have the whole church praying here, too, and I've been praying as going forward in the notes. And uh, praise the Lord. And you know what, folks? Stuff like that happens. That's the reality uh, when you when you do programs like this and when you bring topics like this, too. It's amazing what can just disappear. So, praise the Lord. But with that, it's not Halloween. I would like to put a salute out there for international the International Day for Women and salute all the strong Christian women out there listening to this program. If you're listening to this, you are a strong Christian woman, because you've decided, number one, to have Jesus Christ in your heart, and number two, you are open for uh, receiving your deliverance and praying for deliverance, and there aren't enough of you out there. So, we want to salute all the women out there today, and I want to point out to you here in the story, in this story here, is that it was the Christian woman who knew about deliverance who ran towards the battle. She ran towards the deliverance, and she's the one that didn't get hurt. So there's a little note for us there on that one, okay? Don't run away from the battle. Praise the Lord. We have lots to talk about here. The first day of the battle we talked about, we went over. They came against spirits of, and note this again, from the first day of battle here, the first thing they came against, witchcraft. And witchcraft was covering ego, jealousy, and bitterness. Those spirits were covering a massive false religious spirit. Okay, remember the one named Elizabeth there? The massive false religious spirit. And then all those spirits were covering another another large spirit of fear and mind warping and twisting spirits. So if for some reason you are entering this series now, please go back and listen to the previous two messages on this because like we've been saying all the time, these were like these are like layers of an of an onion and notice how the enemy sets up their battle plans. And so we're going to go on to the second day now. This is the second day. It's April 14th, 1974 at 7 a.m. in the morning and they came back and they started praying and yes, they were kind of shocked and one of the workers was already sent to the hospital. Now, I don't want you to be afraid about this. This is also why they were doing an ex- experiment. A lot of people were looking and you know what? There were a lot of people that were in that room and on that team that were not saved and number two, did not want anything to do with Jesus Christ and they were open books and open newspapers for the demons that were there and you've heard demons talk about them and it's going to get worse as we go forward. But you know what? Like we said, folks, we're going to be strong today as we go through this here. We're going to march through a lot of ugly because we can. And why can we? Because you know what? Jesus himself had to walk through a lot of ugly going to that cross to get crucified. So praise the Lord. Now we're going to start here. And so they started praying on the second day. And now, like we said, you know, these spirits, they come up with their names and everything. But a a spirit by the name of Hugh came up on that second day when they started praying for little Karen Kingston, 63 pounds. And what happened here is this Hugh came up and he was really friendly and he was really warm, you know, and he was talking really nice and he was talking really sweet. And you know what, ladies, if you're out hiking and you hear like that, that's a rattlesnake, okay? But if you get this flattery, false friendliness, false warmth, 
false compassion, that's a spiritual snake. That's a religious snake. So just wanted you to know that sound there. And they came with all this friendliness and warmth. And you know, sometimes they'll come and they'll they'll try to use the sweetheart spirit. Now, what's really sick about this spirit is it thought it was it was so high and mighty. It thought it was so important, and it thought it had so much to say. You know, it it, it tried keep trying to to express how important it was. I'm extremely important. And you know, when you have the spirits in people, they will influence people. People will like take on the personalities of the demonic spirits, and that's where a lot of haughtiness and pride and and uh, a lot of stuff comes from here too, right? And now this spirit here that was so, you know, speaking, you know, had all this maple syrup coming out of its mouth there, right? It said to the workers right away, it says, why do you always refer to us as demons, replied Hugh. His tone was bantering and light. What makes you think that I'm a demon? Boy, you really do have a serious demon hang up, don't you? I've seen your kind before. You Pentecostal people see a demon under every bed. I consider you as dangerous. Have you heard that before, people? When you've been doing deliverance, when you've been doing uh, doing binding and loosing, and then they come, oh, you just see demons everywhere. Or you think you see a, de- a demon behind every tree and bush, and I respond, I go, no, I don't see a, de- a demon between every uh, behind every tree and bush. I usually see about three, four, five of them behind every tree and bush. And you see, that's another thing, too, that, you know, you see the enemy speaking out, and this is where you'll see a lot of our brothers and sisters in Christ bound up, and that's why a lot of people don't know about this. And you see, another thing that that they always try to convince you of, well, we're not demons, we're just something else. We're personal problems. We're bad habits. We're a social construct of our society. And you know what, people? They're going to use every sweetheart word in the book to try, you know, to try to distract you so that you do not come and cast them out. And so here the spirit, this spirit Hugh it is Hugh is talky 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 right and doing all this other distra- uh, to distract but his main job he was a massive spirit of infirmity and sickness now notice that you had a massive false religious spirit hovering right over shielding and protecting a massive spirit of infirmity and sickness and you tell me who has the best hospitals everywhere? You can think and meditate on that one. But what happened was, is they were going forward, and they hit one of the first roots. You know, notice here they're only on they're only on number five layer of the on, uh, onion here. And what happened was, is the workers received they received the uh, spiritual gifts of discern the discernment, which is very important. Pray for it now in Jesus' name, right? And what happened was, was that they started getting all the Bible verses about the spirit of infirmity, and that's how they finally put their finger on this demon where they said, you know what, you're a spirit of infirmity. You're a spirit of infirmity. You start coming out of her. You know, quit wasting our time with all this other talk and pride and arrogance and how important you are and everything. You're really a spirit of infirmity, aren't you? A lot of times you'll hear they'll say, well, don't talk about the devil. You'll give them power. No, that's why Jesus Christ gives us a discernment through the Holy Spirit to expose them. Because even the people in the witchcraft and the occult know that when you force something to appear, when you shine light on something, when something is found out, it loses power. Okay? That's even their rules. Okay, that's why it's written in the Bible, there's nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. And so we loose that revealing spirit now in Jesus' mighty name. They came against that spirit of infirmity, and the first thing that happened to Karen Kingston is, okay, she started crawling around the room, but she didn't have a solid bone in her body. She slithered across the floor. She slithered across the floor. She went up the wall. Walls, right? And like they said, she just, you know, it was like she liquid, you know, all the way over the furniture, over the couch, right? And she would just kept going back and forth. 
and this is incredible. And please notice that up to this point, Karen was basically crippled and couldn't move around much. Okay, they could. She couldn't move around much. And now what's going on here is she's moving around and she's crawled around the floor. We've seen these in deliverance as we've been praying for people too. And it's amazing. It's amazing how you'll be holding on to people and all of a sudden it's like they become like this soft rubber and they will slip away from a large uh, group of people trying to hold them down. So praise the Lord. Anyway, this is what's being exposed. So we go forward on this one, and so they kept praying against it, and that's the that's the thing too. And you know they didn't get shocked. They didn't get shocked about whatever the spirit did or whatever it tried to do. And you know this demon also parts of it were you know false accusations, trying to put wedges between you and your pastor, spirits of infirmity, this uh, really a, a real spirit of sickness. So I want you to notice that too. If you ever if you ever come against a real a real spirit of infirmity, come against come against the massive religious spirits and the mind twisting spirits that are above it. Well. After after a two and a half hour battle, okay, they finally cast that spirit out. Now, when they came back, they came back to what they called the anonymous one. And what I find interesting is back in 1974, they must not have known the name of this spirit here, okay? Because there is so much that this spirit this spirit does here. We have, uh, if you look at this spirit, I've preached another me- message on Python, the spirit of Python. Also, there are spirits of Mother Divine that are here. And um, so we'll have to do those again in, in, a, in a different program. But what you had in many of the spirits, let's just say in in the Mother Divine area, right, okay, Karen began to bloat, and especially in the abdominal area. And you know what? There's times where ladies will start to bloat or they'll diet and they'll do sports, but it's like they've always got that bump there. And I even had a lady mention to me one time, she goes, have you ever noticed a a lot of the young women nowadays? They're so skinny, they're everything, but they've all got this little belly. They've all got this little pouch, okay? And so what what, what happens is, is that with Karen Kingston, Karen began to bloat, okay? And all of a sudden, her little belly soon resembled a huge balloon, okay? And the little 13-year-old looked as if she were eight or nine months pregnant. And the demon laughed, right? And said, you know what? This this little girl is going to have a baby. Look at her stomach. She's about ready to deliver. Now, the swole began to spread throughout Karen's entire body, her face, her neck, her arms, her legs, and her buttocks. And you notice how it attacks these specific areas because these are all very important areas uh, to women. Trust me, they're important to guys too, but now notice how it's working here against uh, against Karen Kingston and other women. Exactly on those sides, right? We come against spirits of unnatural weight gain, okay? And what happened with Karen Kingston was the skin in her inner elbow and her knee joints had burst, okay? It popped, you know? It wasn't just like stretch marks here. It actually popped. And so the workers, the the Christians and the deliverance workers, they weren't shocked, but the demonic spirit was there and said, you know what? I'm not going to go. I am old and I have nowhere to go. And here's the point. This is the point where you start getting into a bit of the mother divine that I'll talk about in another presentation is there's a lot of times where people say, you know what? I, I feel like an old woman. I'm thinking like an old woman. I'm moving like an old woman. My joints hurt or, you know, or, or problems, uh, you know, basically we, we call it the old lady spirit. Okay. And the thing is, is that, is that, you know, it really, it really comes after 
you know. And see, what was happening here is you had a spirit of Python and Mother Divine manifesting at the same time, right? Because I can go through this now with the experience that we have and with what we know. It's like the spirits go back and forth, and as soon as they confront one, it backs off and another one comes up. How do we know? Because another spirit came up, and this is more towards the Python side, where the spirit was really bragging about being a, a psychic counselor. Now, notice that, a psychic counselor. And a lot of this is probably what the mother was involved in, the grandmother, the great-grandmother, everything moving right on down the family line. And then when the mother got sentenced to jail, the demons all just came right to her, right? And so here's the psychic counselor, but also uh, spirits of false prophecy, laying out of hands, and Christian witchcraft. Do I need to say that again? Yes, and Christian witchcraft. And you see, Pastor Rogers carefully scanned what was going on and said, so you claim to be a psychic counselor. You claim to be one who is able to work miracles of healing. Right, people? That's why sometimes a lot of people get into this and like, well, geez, I, you know, I, I went to this certain you know, person or whatever. I went to the, you know, the card reader lady and she healed me of all the warts on my hands. Or she healed me of this. And there's a lot of people going, well, geez, you know, that's bad. That's evil. That That's demonic. People, that's called lying signs and wonders. And yes, there will be lying signs and wonders in the area of healing too, right? So now notice this. We've got the psychic counselor. We've got spirits of false prophecy. And boy, I cannot wait to share that message on Python someday and show you what's really behind that there, right? Okay. You know, coming up with these quote-unquote miracles of healing because everybody's out there running around looking for a quick healing and they'll give it to you and something else. And the next thing is, is they ask the spirit, do you also claim to be able to communicate with the dead? Oh, so happy. Oh, yes, of course I do this. So do many others, okay? To communicate with the dead because we just can't let grandma rest, can we? We can't let her enjoy wherever she's at. We got to be out there trying to talk with grandma, grandpa, something else like that. And you know, you know, on one side we can say it that way, but where this was really popular is after wars. And this is really sad because there's a lot of parents that they want to be able to talk to their son one last time. Or maybe there were people who died in the war and it's like, hey, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. We got bombed that day. There were huge movements of this right in the United States of seances, communicating with the dead. And you see this today everywhere, right? And this is just demons preying on the mo- preying on grief and loss and the emotions of human beings. Now, why does this happen? I'm going to tell you how this happens. Because you're thinking, you're talking to grandma. It's like, grandma, is that you? Right? And what happens is, is a, but, but, but the voice, it knew so many things that, that nobody ever knew about grandma. Well, the demon, the, the, the demon said human beings by their very nature are extremely gullible. And yes, you are too. Right? Naturally, they cannot communicate with their deceased loved ones and friends, but what an opportunity this gullibility presents for our side. I can tell you all I can tell you all of this because no one's going to accept it anyway. The doors will still be wide open to all of us in the other world. So Father in heaven in Jesus name, we want to stop. We're going to pray right now. We shut all those doors doors right now too in Jesus name that we've left open through gullibility. We've just shut all doors now in Jesus name that the enemy uses trying to get back to us. Now back to reading here and right out of the book, you see some some individuals don't even realize it, but they have been inhabited by many of us for a great number of years. 
they eventually die. Well, my friends and associates are then forced to roam around in what you call a disembodied state. Naturally, the first thing any of us searches for is another human vessel who will not resist our efforts to gain entrance. People, if you're listening right now, I hope you're numbered among those that will resist them gaining interest. Remember, and we talked, we also talked earlier too about binding the spirits to the bones. We talked about that in a, in a previous uh, a previous thing here. Folks, you're going to get a lot more than, than just reading out of the book here, right? But now, the, the evil spirit rambled on and said, what better place to enter another person than at a spiritist meeting where a medium is ignorantly attempting to communicate with a dead person's spirit? I say ignorantly because those foolish people actually do sincerely believe that they can and are in direct communication with the dead. Well, I can tell you this, they are not. Now, here's the point. And they said here too, let's not kid each other. It's no more than one or more of my associates. This is the demon talking. Let's not kid each other. It's no more than one or more of my associates. They're merely imitating the man or woman who died, right? You can understand how we would know know so many intimate things about the deceased. After all, the particular spirit may have spent years and years living with that person. Or on the other hand, it's the easiest thing in this world to counterfeit the person who has died. Incredible. Okay, people? So that's how that happens. And you think you're speaking to your loved ones, and you're probably just speaking to the spirits that were inside of them for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. Okay? And probably setting them up with a lot of those things, right? And that's why when the demon says, well, do you remember at your fifth birthday party when I gave you the little pony in the red dress? And the person goes, oh my Lord, nobody could know that. Well, the demon do okay incredible but you know what like and like the demons say they never play games now let's go on so the interesting thing is that they're still praying against these spirits okay they call it the anonymous one in the book but what you can write in are write in spirits of python spirits of mother divine old lady spirits abnormal problems with the body you know, hip problems, you know, everything, okay? And now notice that, the psychic counselor spirit, okay? And we just come against all false miracles or healing miracles and communicating with the dead. And that's all stuff that needs to be repented to in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we can receive deliverance on that. And as a matter of fact, there's so much that we cover here. What I'd like to pray to is, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, Lord, we cover ourselves with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, and as we name, speak, and touch upon these spirits, we command them to leave the people in Jesus' mighty name as we're talking about them. And no spirits, we're not just going to talk about you and let you sit there. You must leave the people in Jesus' name and come out of them. So, it's really interesting what they came, because once they cast out these spirits, remember, Mother Divine was the one who came in with the physical infirmities, and basically what we call the old woman spirit. When you look at when you look at yourself in the mirror and you only see this wretched old woman and everything bad about yourself, this spirit can go. That's Mother Divine. Much more to that. And all of the other, the stuff we talked about, the, the, the healing miracles, communicating with the dead, the spirits of false prophecy, that all goes back to the Python spirit. And I want to end with this here on one point. One thing that will really help you with this is read Ezekiel chapter 13, both sides of it. I repeat, read Ezekiel chapter 13, the entire chapter. That whole chapter by itself is a, deliver- is a deliverance manual. 
So what happened was, what's really interesting is that once they once they cast out these demon spirits, not only did the bloating and the swelling go away, but, you know, God also, he says, you know what, the, the demons did that, and so he provided a healing as if it as if it never happened to her, even though they have pictures, videos, recordings, everything else, okay? Amen. So let's go on. So they cast that spirit out, and underneath that spirit there, you know, the false prophecy, acting like God, being the false god or goddess, right? The spirit underneath that one was a spirit that was called mockery. And it's interesting with the spirit of mockery here because they came back and started 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 to manifest. And look how low down this one. And the thing was was that little Karen Kingston. And remember, she's still she's still mute. She couldn't talk. She couldn't do all this, people. And all of a sudden, you know, she could barely move. She's twisted. She's turned. Everything else like that. And what happened was is they came back for this next se- session, and a spirit of mockery manifests. How does spirit of mockery manifest? Well, they tried holding her. They tried restraining her, and she had super superhuman strength. And as she was yelling, going around and, and waving her arms, she was screaming, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But wait a minute. Those are, those are Jesus' words. How could a demon say it? They say them all the time. Hallelujah, 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 she, she yelled. You see, because that is what this spirit of mockery did. It was mocking. It came out to it came. It mocked Jesus. It mocked the uh, blood of Christ. It mocked deliverance. It mocked everybody. And so it just went right. And you know what? And it threatened to kill Karen Kingston. That's another lie of the enemy there too. They're like, well, we're not going to come out. We're going to kill him. Just look at the demon and say, no, you're not. You do not hold the keys to life and death. Jesus Christ does. Right, and you know, you see here too with this spirit too. It didn't want to leave because it said, "You know what? I don't want to get cast out out of this person to go have to find an entrance into another one." Right. So as they went, as they went, there was a spirit of mockery, and they were asking this spirit. They said, "Well, how long have you been here?" And I want to make a very important point here too. And I think I, our first time through, I did, I don't think I touched on this, but I really want to do it this time. Okay? They asked, "How did you get in? How did you get into Karen Kingston?" And it's and the demon said, "Well, what better time could there be? I mean, the child had no defenses. She went into shock. Now, a remembrance point here." Her alcoholic father was killed by her mother uh, with a butcher knife, stabbed to death multiple times. Okay, a whole lot of not good going on there. And what happened is, is as little seven-year-old Karen Kingston stood there watching her mother go into an alcoholic abuse, abusive rage, right, and go and go after the husband. And you can imagine, yeah, probably blood everywhere, right? Okay, she went into shock, right? It was really quite easy for myself and the others to enter because she went into shock. We just came out of her father first when he died. Then we, then we kept the doors open for the others in her mother. After all, the broad was no longer of any use to us since, since she was going to be locked up behind bars. You see how the demons do it, people? They got the mother to do that, and then she's then she's sitting in jail wondering what she did to be there another day, right? And that's why, like I said before, it's why a lot of uh, prison ministries are really successful. A lot of the spirits go away, and you know we don't know the exact timing for when, when one shift comes in and the other shift goes out, but demons that are used to being on the outside are not going to sit on the inside. Now, there's one point I have to point out here, too. Ladies, men, I want you to think about this, because we're going, oh, this poor little girl, and 
how this happened to her. And one thing, as I was praying about this tonight to do this recording that we're doing right now, is I want you to think about, you know, we heard about poor little Karen Kingston, and she's sitting there, and she's watching her mother go after the father with a butcher knife that couldn't have been pretty. There was probably cutting, slashing, bleeding, splashing blood. But I have to ask all the Christians out there, you didn't have to be Karen Kingston. You were watching it willingly on a horror movie. Think about the horror movies you've watched, and you think, well, this couldn't really happen to me. And so you sit there watching the horror movies, Freddy Krueger, Friday the 13th. I'm just trying to go down the list here, too, right? You know, I did this, too, when I was a kid. Oh, man, I got deliverance on this stuff. I watch I watch these here, too, but you're watching people, and think of those horror movies now. What'd you see? Heads getting chopped off, and people getting arrows through their eyes, and blood going everywhere, throats being cut, you know, uh, spears going through them, chopped up with chainsaws. Yeah, I'm on purpose trying to bring those all out there uh, with what we watched, right? This opens doors for demons because you sat there in shock and trauma. Your brain was uh, trying to to grasp what was really going on, and you sat there totally afraid. Remember those fear feelings and everything else like that? Yeah, that's when the red light came on and said, all demons welcome. So right now, in Jesus' name, if anything came in through horror movies or really weird horror movies, in Jesus' name, we command those spirits to come out of us as well. Do you see how it happens, people? And they say Christians can't have demons. Well, I tell you what, as long as Christians have been watching horror movies, they can have demons. Yes, they can. I want to move on here right now. Is the next thing the next thing that the spirit of mockery did was it really mocked God. And the one way that it really that it really mocked was it says that Karen Kingston, she crawled all over the room, barking like a dog, sniffing everyone's shoes, then licking. And she was crawling everywhere. Okay, just like just like a dog. Now I have to call this out right here because there are many churches, there are many groups that consider this a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Walking on the flo- around on the floor, barking like a dog, roaring like a lion. You know, that's nothing new. They had that back in 1700-something. Somebody did that at, at a Jonathan Edwards meeting there when he was doing it, and this woman starts roaring, roaring like a lion. And he looked down at her, and he said, who are you? And she, she goes, oh, I'm the Lion of Judah. And he goes, no, you're not. You're a demon. Come out of that woman. Back in 1700-something, okay? Mockery. And I'm sad to say there's a lot of mockery in the Christian church today on what they call God, what they call the Holy Spirit, okay? The Holy Spirit does not have you lose control of your body. It does not have you lose control of your senses. And uh, more on that. See, that's another whole message there. But this all goes back to the spirit of mockery. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, one spirit traveling along in this pack with the spirit of mockery was a spirit of death, okay? Was simply a spirit of death. In this huge little mini kingdom of mockery that was hidden away in one one of these one of these layers here, and do you see how death and death can be very slow? Okay, they have what's called instant death. They they have what's called early death, death before your years. Okay, and then there's a long slow death. And you know, with any of us, if the devil gets his chance, he's he wants to give us a long slow death because that's more pleasurable to him. Because he knows if he lets us die too fast, if he lets us die too fast, he knows where we're going. Okay, so let's rebuke that spirit of death too that happened there. And I remember giving my testimony on that one too with the spirit of death. One of the first times I heard a, I heard a preacher give a message on on the spirit of death after the meeting when we were going into deliverance. I was sitting there going, uh, "Well, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, just point out who you'd like me to pray for, and Lord, show me that person that's just so loaded for death. I need." 
to go and pray for them. A beautiful brother in the Lord came up behind me. He started calling out the spirit of death. I manifested with puking white foam, puking white foam out of me for over an hour into garbage cans. I filled the garbage can, and that's not exaggerating, okay? It was sick, okay? And I was sitting there, and afterwards, I, I says, well, Lord, Lord, you know, how can there be so much uh, death in me? And it's like, well, the wages of sin are death. So that's how death can get in. Witchcraft can come in so many ways. We talked about that earlier in an earlier broadcast. People, don't resist it in your mind. Just tell it to get out in Jesus' name. Have a brother and sister in the Lord who loves you. Just pray for you on this stuff. And don't sit there and try to calculate it, engineer it, or figure it out. Just just cast it out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, they came after this spirit, the spirit of mockery. They cast that out and death, and they, were, they, were, they prayed against those spirits. And then what came up, and it's really interesting. Now, notice the level of spirits. We go another la- level down in the, on the onion, right? We go another layer down, and they came against uh, a spirits called Mariana and, and Genie, okay? Now, to all the Marianas and Genie out there, it's just a word. It's probably a spirit, a familiar spirit that was in a family member, but the spirits they came after were spirits of lust, spirits of adultery, and spirits of whoredoms. So they kept praying against it. They took a little bit of rest. They came back, started praying again for this spirit here, you know, and they're praying. And the, and the deliverance pastor, and I want all deliverance pastors, uh, men and women listening up, want all you deliverance workers here too, because they're praying against this spirit, and we're getting down there more. Remember, these demons are just getting bigger as we go down, down the line, right? And so Pastor Rogers was coming against the spirit. Pastor Rogers was coming against the spirit to come out, and in a real serpy voice, and remember, this is young Karen Kingston here. Out of this little girl who couldn't talk came the voice in a sweet, sweet and serpy tone. If you'll kiss me, I'll tell you everything you want to know. Now, that's kind of revolting there, right? Okay. And the demon said, I'll even go away and never bother you again. I'll leave this girl. Kiss me, please. All I want to do is feel your lips on mine. I mean, this is, if you imagine the situation, this is totally gross here. But you know what? And here's what the spirit wanted to do. What was the spirit uh, wanting to do right at this moment? And as you read in the book, too, it goes on, gets even more into detail. The spirit wants to transfer. The Spirit wants to transfer. Notice the begging of the kiss. Now, like I said, with uh, pastors, ministers, deliverance workers and everything, this is what you call a church killer spirit. This is a marriage killer spirit. This is a church killer spirit. And you know what? Boy, when you're doing kissy-kissy with demons, it's going to spread and it's going to destroy in churches. And this is why churches get taken over with, uh, you know, all of a sudden sexual uh, scandal, uh, sexual sins, uh, sexual destruction, shame, everything else like that. Adultery was the word I was looking for. And that gets in there. And I'm not trying to, you know, be high and mighty and Mr. All Pure and, and judge and everything else like this. Would you please look what the demons say and what they do, right? And you know what? It kept begging, you know, and that's the thing. It keeps trying to wear and wear, and that's what lust and ador- adultery and the spirits of whoredoms does. It keeps pushing, okay? That's why you can't just kind of just push it back gently. You have to cast it out and command that spirit to leave you, to leave the people that you love, to, to, for those spirits to leave your church in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, and the, the, that spirit came back and said, kiss me, you fool, kiss me. You'll love the feeling. And you know what? The sex drive, I think, is what the number two drive in the human body, and that's the way that God, God created it, and that's good. And you see, what happened was is that this drive here, which is probably number two, number two in, the, in the human body, right behind the, the survival one, to, uh, to survive, right after that one, the devil goes, you know what? I'm going to take that one, and I'm going to twist it. And I'm going to turn it. 
Kiss me, you fool. Again, Karen pushed her lips out. She ran her tongue across across them sensuously. Put your lips to mine, you rascal. I'll give you the thrill of your life. Oh, I bet she would. Oh, my Lord. But now the thing is, is to come against this, is that this, that's what this, uh, th- this was doing. And so they kept pressing the battle on this one here, too. And folks, this is also why it is so important for you to receive your own deliverance on these areas. Then what's going to happen is you've received your, your deliverance, and these demons are going to talk like this, and there's no, there's no landing place for, the, for, those, for those little silken hooks they throw out there. And they kept going after it, and the demon got uh, uh, demon got really mad. And it says, and I, I'm going to read you a line here, folks. It says, I am Mariana. I am the bitch. I am the bitch in heat. I am Mariana, the B word, right? Okay? And her words just came out. So notice how it went from all this sweet sweetness. Okay, it went from the sweetheart spirit over to the I want to destroy you spirit. And now look at this here, too. It says, the spirit said, I am a sex maniac. I am an adulteress. I am the one who controls sexual things. I need sex. I want to make it with everybody in this room. And now the next thing that the spirit also claimed to have power over is um, chronic painful masturbation. Okay, and there are people that are driven and they are harassed and they are tormented and they are they are vexed with that with with that spirit. And you know what? There are spirits that behind that that really drive that. And those spirits, you know, started drive try, trying to drive Karen Kingston too, and, and they bound bound it up. And they came against it. They even came against the, uh, the disgusting talk. Now these spirits are now look at it's getting down deeper here too. And they're up against these spirits of unbridled lust, adultery, whoredoms, and harlotry. And this is like the ugliest side of what God created to be uh, created to be between a man and a woman, right? Now as they kept as they kept pushing pushing against this spirit again. This is called marching through ugly. This is still going on. You you march right on through ugly. They want to get uglier. You just you like just do what Jesus did. He made his face like flint and kept and kept going forward to where he needed to go. Okay. And by the way, they had no respect. Oh my lord. And you know what? And this demon was reading and playing off all the other spirits uh, that were in the people there too. Right now, the other thing is too is not only was this a, uh, um, a spirit also linked in with pornography. It, it, addiction. They kept pushing against this spirit. And you know what? I tell you, women, you are some of the best people to pray against spirits like this. Okay. Why? Is because Karen started to tremble noticeably and her lips quivered and the demon exploded. I hate GD women. I hate gall darn women. You say you have strength. You say you are strong in your faith. Ladies, the demon's talking to you right now. You say you have strength. You say you're strong in your faith. You say you can perform miracles through your God. Well, take a look at this. Look what I can do with this little girl in heat. And you know what? At that point, too, is the demon demon expressed its power over the mens, what they call the menses, menstrual problem, the days, right? In Europe, they call them the days, the period, but the control over the menstrual cycle. And it's like, you know what? I can make it really bad when it goes, or I can just dry it up and make it stop and not have it. Ladies, don't forget to get prayer on this, okay? Let the other ladies pray for you on this. Come against all the spirits in the ovaries, okay? In the, I'm sorry, all the German words are hitting my head right now, the Gebärmutter, the uterus, 
the womb, the fallopian tubes. Pray over every, everything, everything in that area. Whatever there's problems, if there's infection, if there's yeast infection, if there's painfulness, pokes, a lot of witchcraft likes to really focus on this area and cause really bad, painful problems. And you know what? Here's a spirit right here. And so what the spirit did here was it just started giving Karen uh, 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 an uncontrolled period. Yeah. And she's like, what? How old right now? Boy, what? 11, 12, 13? Okay. Can you stop it? And, and the demon mocked them. The demon goes, look at this. And you have nothing to do. You can't do anything here. And every word, you know, it, it just kept coming out of her, right? And you know what? It was a time, too, when the people in that room back then, we're talking back in 1974, when they didn't have programs like the Sheila Zelinsky show where we could talk about this, the people just prayed. And you know what? The Holy Spirit saw that and answered and gave them discernment again, right? And you know what? In Matthew chapter 9, verse 20 and 22, they remembered the story about the woman with the issue of blood, with the issue of blood that never stopped, that didn't stop. And you know what they did? They said there was that story there. Jesus stopped it there. So they said, in Jesus' name, stop the bleeding. And the gushing blood immediately ceased. Do not let the demons play with your body. Not with your mind, your will, and your emotion. In this case, yeah. You know what? It really is your body. You hear these people saying, well, it's my body. Well, stand up for it in the spirit world. And they started praying against this, and they came against this. They kept coming against it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. For as dirty as the demons want to be, it's as though your sins be read as, as scarlet. No matter how dirty it is, dirty it seems, dirty they want it to be, the cleansing blood of the Lord Jesus Christ makes it white as snow. Men, women, if you're dealing with really feelings of dirtiness, uncleanness, filthiness, if you had that in your past, please come to the Lord Jesus Christ and let him wash that white as snow, okay? And I mean white as snow. People started praying in tongues. You know what? There's people that say, well, I don't know about praying in tongues. You know what? If you're, go if you're going into battle like this, you want, you want everything that the Lord did. And you know what? In 1974... Okay, Okay. here comes an ironic comment. 2,000 years after the gift ceased, apparently, in 1974, these people start praying in tongues, and it put an incredible pressure on that spirit. And you know what? They prayed in tongues. They called on Jesus. And you know what? It pushed this spirit out of her. Now, I look at my time here with what I have. You know, a lot of this stuff, a lot of with these spirits of lust, adultery, and whoredoms, there's a consuming desire to attract attention, good or bad. Sometimes they'll even call this like, you know, ADD patterns or whatnot. But when there's this consuming desire to attract attention, whether it's good attention or bad attention, watch. Not too far away, you'll have spirits of lust, adultery, whoredom, sickness, perversion, and we rebuke all that now in Jesus' name. Now, as soon as they got that spirit, you know, because you know, you know, girls never travel alone, that spirit like that, it went off and her little best friend rose up, and this was an even a bigger one, and her name was Jeannie. And Jeannie rose right up. They, they got Marianna, Marianna cast out. Jeannie was just like her. And they had come against it, right? And it's a spirit. And she even said, I'm Jeannie, a spirit of lustfulness. And might I add for the record, I'm a dear friend of Marianna. Given a little call out to the one they just cast out. And, you know, Pastor Rogers remembered that he had fought this spirit before. And the demon even taunted him, right? Uh, the demon even taunted them, said, you know what, I've been in your church before, okay? Goddess of this world, great red dragoness, queen of evil, okay? Madam Orgy, Juliana, Jeannie the wench, 
Okay. Now the thing was this, and they asked him. They said, "Well, you know, if you hate women, so so you know they." And then the the demon said, "Well, it's it's a hatred of women. What a spirit of hatred, women and women. Yes." And it was there. And they asked her, they said, well, if you hate women so much, why are you in a woman? And you know what the demon responded? So I can go after men. And I've had lots of men. And I've been around for a long, long, long time. You see how that works, ladies? We're celebrating the International Day for Women right now. God bless you. God loves God's love upon you. You know, I, I lose the respect of the Lord Jesus Christ in all areas that are not or have not been respected or comforted in Jesus' mighty name. But you know what? What the devil wants to do and what the devil wants to do with his minions is to get the men hating the women and the women hating the men. And this demon helps him do it. Okay? Destroy the women so they can go after destroy men. And destroy the men so that they can go out and destroy women, okay? And you don't even have to be spiritual to understand that one. And the thing is, is that it comes with it. You know, they say sin is never satisfied. Well, this spirit this spirit said, too, that it was very insatiable. And you know what? Another thing that the spirit did was it, it, it also came in through, but it also brings men and women into the thing of prostituting themselves, okay? And prostituting themselves. And you... You can prostitute yourself to a lot of things, and it's not even with sex. What are you trading your soul for? This spirit, boy, it, it came out there, told everything here. It says, right, it went after the Catholic preach pretty, pre, uh, priest pretty heavy. You know, it came after spirits of sexual perversion, bondage, and the more and more to just degrade the people, to bring them down and put them down a path of destruction. Because remember, little Karen Kingston's, uh, Kingston's mother had quite the colorful uh, history, too. She probably met the, the she probably met the alcoholic that she ended up marrying uh, marrying probably at a bar you know it's a good place to meet guys right please don't okay please don't the thing was this is that those spirits came and set all this up now uh, notice this is that without you know, this not being satisfied thing you know oh ladies there are so many spirits out there to destroy you and Lord I just feel I just want to be led Lord Father in Jesus name to Lord, there are plenty of people out there, Lord, through whatever stuff of the forefathers, Lord, or by their own actions in Jesus' name, Lord, where the enemy has led them into and through many foolish and hurtful things. The Bible says many foolish and hurtful lusts. And Lord, there are so many men and women, young men and women, Father, in Jesus' name, that the enemy the enemy has had their chains around their neck from the womb. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We ask your forgiveness through this, Father, in Jesus' name, whether we we did this willingly and or unwillingly. And Father, I just now come against all the spirits of rape and violence and perversion, Lord. All the spirits of promiscuity, Father, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. And Lord, in all the sins that probably haven't been talked about or probably really put way far away. I mean, look how low they are in Karen Kingston. They're down to like, they're on the eighth or ninth layer of the uh, of the onion. But I pray that, that, that the glorious light of the Lord would show on that, Lord, and it would just illuminate the way of grace for all these people, men and women now, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord. From all the spirits, Lord, of lust, Lord, evil concupiscence, desire for the forbidden, Lord, all lust, adultery, and whoredoms, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, and we break that off, we rebuke it, we command, that, command it to loose the people and let them go in Jesus' name. 
Jesus came to set the captives free. And Lord, we claim the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over all the dirty areas, Lord, and where people feel dirty or they think they're dirty or they always have this dirty feeling, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord. Wash them and they will be washed, Lord. Heal them and they will be healed. Deliver them and they will be delivered in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Father, I also want to rebuke and come against all those spirits of Python and come against the spirits of Mother Divine now in Jesus' name, Lord. And Father, all the spirits that come after the women and make them feel like the men and women that make them feel feel like a little old woman or a little old man, cranky old woman or cranky old man. In Jesus' name, Lord, we come against all spirits of arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis in Jesus' name, Lord. And we come against you, spirits, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and command you to leave all the spirits of Python, all the spirits of Mother Divine, false prophecy, all the spirits. We come against all the spirits listed in Ezekiel chapter 13 and anything that's come on through the laying on of hands, Lord. Father, all witchcraft, Christian witchcraft, any voodoo picked up uh, any Caribbean witchcraft, uh, all voodoo, Caribbean witchcraft picked up on trips or taking part in things in Jesus' name, Lord. And we rebuke all the spirits that came in when people would go and have their palms read, Lord, or when they would need to go talk to the dead, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We rebuke all that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you loose them in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we loose the opposite spirits, and I pray for a deep healing. And Lord, on this International Day of Women, there's been a lot of women that have been uh, hurt, wounded, abused mentally, verbally, sp- spiritually, physically, emotionally from men. Father, we ask for your healing on the wounds, Lord, that you would pull out the poison, pull out those poison arrows, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would anoint those wounds with the balm of Gilead in Jesus' name, Lord, and bring a real healing and a restoration of their spirit and their soul in Jesus' name. And we cast out the spirit of hatred of men, just and we loose a healing of the memories now in Jesus' name over each and every person. Lord, the same thing has happened to men, the exact same things. And so, Father, we ask, Lord, that you bind up the wounds there, pull out the arrows, all the arrows that have been shot into men, Lord, the poison arrows, everything that's happened to men, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you restore their masculinity, Lord, wash away this garbage, wash wash away all demonic machoism, Lord, in Jesus' name. You see, people, this is Satan's civil war in our kingdom, men against the women. We're supposed to together have all of our heavenly weapons pointed against him. So we lose civil war back into Satan's kingdom in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you would turn the hearts of the men back to the hearts of the women and turn the hearts of the women back to the hearts of men in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We lose the spirit of sobriety over our minds, Father, in Jesus' name. We rebuke all spirits of infirmity and sickness, and we command that to leave the body as well, Father, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, humbly for this. And we thank you for the work of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that made this all possible for us. And to you, we give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And what this will do, this will prepare us and send us forward into part four. Praise the Lord, Sheila. Thank you so much, Elvis. And really, I want to just encourage people that really do want to get a PDF of this book. You guys can email me over there. Just go to my website, SheilaZelensky.com. Click on the contact page and fire me off an email. Or you can just simply send me an email at info at Sheila.media. Either one will work. And I will get you out a PDF of the Karen Kingston book. I really highly recommend people actually go to Amazon and get themselves a copy. Just, Just such an incredible case study 
indeed. So that's just a reminder. And Elvis, please do give out your information for the folks that might not be familiar with your work and ministry, please. Well, praise the Lord. Well, my email is elvishcd at aol.com. That's how you can write to us directly on that one, too. If you'd like to go into YouTube and just simply type in the Elvis Newhart Network, that'll t- uh, that's another place where you can check out what we've done. Uh, you can support us through paypal.com using that uh, email address as well. Uh, be sure to support Sheila at the network here. And I want to give some help now to getting copies of the book of Devil and Karen Kingston. I am not selling this. I have no arrangement here made. And boy, you know what? Maybe the uh, Robert Pelton family could send me a thank you card. If you go and look, there's a four-part series that Robert Pelton did. And I'm not sure if this was book number one, but there's one book in that four-part series called The Devil and Karen Kingston. And we found out uh, a little while ago that they were selling the that copy of that set of books for only $20 a piece. So I want to put that out there. Uh, I don't know if they're gone. I don't know if they suddenly saw the increase in interest for this. There's another way. It's a book. It's all black with white lettering on the front, and it's part of a four-part uh, four-part series. So I pray you can really help and find that. Like I said, I'm not selling this book, and I have no financial interest here. And uh, Robert Pelton, send me a thank you card. <laughs> yes, indeed. Send us a thank you card, sir. I don't even know anything about this author, but what I'll tell you is, boy, they're sure making it really challenging for people to get a copy of this book. Kind of interesting, some of the stories we've heard, Elvis. Okay, Sheila, another solution that happened and uh, what happened over here in Germany is, number one, people went to their libraries and they searched for this book. And if you can believe it, over here they found it in English in their library and could, could read from it there so you can check it out. I'm sure that would be able you'd be able to do that in Canada and the United States. Another thing is, is you would probably be able to order this or to have the library order a copy of this book to have it in their library. That might be a situation. What do you think of that, Sheila? I think that is an exceptional idea, actually, and I really highly recommend that people go to your public library and see if you can bring in a copy of this. Boy, they have enough spells and ritual and Harry Potter books filled up in there. Might as well bring in a copy of this to your local library. Elvis, thank you so much for laying out this incredible part three, and we look forward to tomorrow as we get into the last part. Boy, buckle up, folks. It's going to be good. Part four of The Devil and Karen Kingston. Elvis, thank you so much for coming on the program, sir. Thank you, Sheila. It's an honor to be here. Folks, that was Elvis Newhart, pastor from Hamburg Church of Deliverance. His information is linked there below, as well as I've got a link to the Karen Kingston book. And I've also got part one and two listed below. And again, we are looking forward to part four. Like I said, buckle up because it is going to be very interesting. As we wrap this up, we have a great show too for the rest of the week. We have Carla Butad, Augusto Perez, and the general himself, Ivory Hopkins, and another fantastic show with Joseph Jasinski. I am really hoping to stay on track this week with getting all these amazing shows up there. Do not forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow my podcast, and support this ministry. You can go to Patreon, or you can just simply go over there to the donate at SheilaZelinski.com. It is just up on the menu there. So folks, if you are eating the meat of this ministry, it's really important to give back where you're fed. So I hope you do consider becoming a partner with us today. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless.